Hi everyone and welcome back to Stereotherapy. We had to take a little break and I missed you all so much but I'm so happy to be back. If it's your first time here, I'm your host Lisa and this podcast showcases the importance of music and mental health and how music can be therapeutic to us all. Remember, if you like what you hear, to share, like, and subscribe to our podcast. It helps out people find us and you can do that on any app you use or at www.stereotherapypod.com. I'm so lucky to have met so many incredible people in my life from music, and I'm so glad to have Justine here for the Welcome Back episode. I met Justine in line at a solo show for Anthony Green. If you don't know who Anthony Green is, he's the lead singer of many bands, including Seosin, Sound of Animals Fighting, LS Dunes, and our favorite, Circus Survive. Welcome to the show, Justine. Hi, everybody. I have been super bad about about me since like elementary school when they would make <laughs> us stand up at the front of the class and talk about ourselves, but I'm going to try my best here. So I was raised with the belief that music is very important. I started playing various instruments starting back probably to about pre-K. I've been in band, I've been in chorus, and I've even had private voice lessons. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm good at it but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I started going to concerts back at about age 11. My parents constantly got us tickets to not only their favorites, but also for me and my brother's favorites too. So I've had the privilege of seeing so many amazing bands and singers live. I love that. I, I, I can relate to that a lot too, because I constantly had music around me. I was going to concerts at a young age too. And it just, I feel like any of us that have met at a show or been at a show, we we share that experience. And I just, I love that because it does. <laughs> it feels like it's it, it's just, I feel like we ask anyone uh, like that we would have met at a show and they have such a similar thing although I have no musical background and anyone <laughs> they knows. just really want us to be well versed you know and like every aspect I guess yeah but like oh my gosh well I'm also from like a super small town and but my dad's from up by Chicago so like he really wanted to make sure that we were still like super well cultured even though being in this like small little mm-hmm. like like hick town in the middle of the state <laughs> And, like, I'm so glad he did because, oh, my gosh, like, I know a lot of people that I grew up with, like, they didn't go to shows. And it's so Mm -hmm. weird to me. And a lot of their first shows was with me and my brother because we would be like, yeah, I want this person to come with us. And my parents were like, yeah, okay. (laughs) No, I love that's the same for me, too. I I usually dragged people to any show or like, hey, like let's go to this local show or even if it was a local show and I would be that person and that's so cool. So maybe they found their favorite band because of you, like, you know, you bring them. They might have. We might have. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) But speaking about the favorite bands, I know, I don't know how my introduction maybe was different from yours, but what was your first introduction to Circus Survive? So my intro to them was through my ex, (laughs) which was super conflicting, you know, looking back and everything. But we'll circle back to that in a little while. (laughs) 
but my ex wanted to go and see them live and I obviously have always been into discovering new bands especially seeing them live so I put Jaterna on in preparation before we would see them and as soon as the vocals started for unholding someone's hair back I was just hypnotized Anthony's voice is just so unique and beautiful and then you have the instrumental parts which they're both just haunting and exhilarating and seeing them live just made everything even more striking than it was on the album Mm -hmm. I'm someone who feels music not only just emotionally but also physically so when I saw them live I had actual goosebumps like Mm -hmm. physical real goosebumps and so while Juturna has a special place in my heart obviously since that was the first album I had heard my favorite album, I would say, would have to be Blue Sky Noise. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I know. I'm like, it's not something that anybody would guess, I feel. but Yeah. A lot <laughs> of people are on the fence of that record. And it's so strange, right? Because it's so great. The track list on it is just absolutely perfect. Yep. And if I would have to pick favorite songs, I think I could narrow it down to two. Um, one would be Died in the Wall. Yeah. That song just, it just hits so hard, especially when you battle mental illness. And mm-hmm. now I have that added element of being somebody who is diagnosed with autism in adulthood. Mm-hmm. My other favorite song, I think, would have to be I'll Find a Way. And the first time I heard that song, I just started bawling, just full on crying. It's just one of those songs that, the lyrics if you're in the middle of some kind of mental struggle or just any kind of struggle in general it just really hits you right in the feels no it does like I have to say like I agree like the first time I saw Circa I had those same goosebumps and that's what made me fall in love with them and there's actually a little while ago it was a couple months back I, would, I don't even know what I was going through, but I was in my car and Died in the Wool came on and I just started like, I had tears and I'm like, I'm driving. I don't even know where I was going, but I'm driving. I'm like, somebody next to me is probably like, is she okay? Is oh my gosh. I don't right? know what it is about having your music on your in your car. I feel like it's like the safest place to listen to music to. I know for me, especially anymore. And living with somebody else, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's something about being in your car yep. and you're in a small space. Like I get, I will cry a lot in the car yep. while I'm singing along to like different things, whether something's going on or just like had a bad rough day. You know what I mean? Like it'll yep. just get you. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. That's me because um, living obviously I mean obviously living with my fiance but but, um living with him and like we have very different taste in music we we share some and we met because of brand new but like we literally have such different tastes that sometimes I'm like that's when I can play like my every time I die or like whatever I want to play and just play it in the car and just go and and love it so it's the same like it is like the car is it and that's my safe haven it's like for me my introduction to circa was it was due to somebody giving me that inuit 
sessions and i hope i'm not butchering that i i know someone's gonna come for me but whatever you know what i'm talking about it was like in 2005 <laughs> and i honestly did not put two and two together that it was anthony green of seosin like i know but like and i know i'm gonna lose some scene cred for that but I was young and we have to think about when that all was going down and at least I'm an honest person about it and just throwing that out there. But I have to think looking back at that, that person wanted to introduce me to Circa because they knew I liked Anthony Green already and seeing Circa live was just to this day, I tell people it's the closest thing I've come to some sort of religious experience and I feel that way and I felt that way and I still do and a few bands have done that to me where I'm like okay like this is something special and while I love Juturna because that record is just I mean holding someone's hair back great golden baby meet me in Montauk like that is just and then there's some connection to I know eternal sunshine yes. um but <laughs> I and it's like I love that movie and it was just I I remember <laughs> hearing that too but like on letting go is my love and it shouldn't really be a secret because that album artwork is on my arm permanently and um one of my songs that is like therapy to me and has gotten me through a really any kind of tough time is your friends are gone and there's something about that even live that hits like when they play that song and I just hear that opening part of it I I don't know what it is but it just it gets me and it's been how many years and I still I love that song and it's I I'm so lucky enough to have handwritten lyrics and it's one of my most prized possessions it's not a brag but I got something from Anthony Green, I want to say it was Young Legs when he had that solo album and you could get like handwritten lyrics or a bundle. And I totally spent the money on that because I said, I want these and I love that song and I need that like framed somewhere. And I mean, oddly enough, it's not even framed in my house yet, but I have it. <laughs> and <laughs> and those lyrics, it's like even when reading those and just how special that still is all these years ago and it's I feel the absolute same about it and it's you know everyone has their favorite Circa album and while I want to say it is on letting go for me but the album Violent Waves is, is extremely underrated and one of my absolute favorites and I went through such a difficult time in my life when that album came out and I don't think I honestly would have made it out without that record and I was in a really bad relationship and it was kind of like just my getaway from it all and it, it's like you were saying like the you know like the lottery that song I mean it's Jeff Rickley's in it so of course I was yes. gonna love it well, of course. Yes. <laughs> but it, it's my goal to see that you know, I've never seen them both together doing it I know on the east coast they have but I love that record and if you're someone that slept on violent waves or tossed it to the side because it was just different like take another listen to that record because it's I love that record I know it's such a great album I don't understand like how it was ever conflicting because you said that 
you got a lot of like feedback that Blue Sky Noise was like yeah. one of those albums. But for me, like people I knew, they talked more about how Violent Waves wasn't like just didn't hit the same, which is so weird because you have great touching songs like I'll Find a Way and then you have the loud, powerful songs like The Lottery. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't like what's the conflict it's still amazing like yeah I don't know it's still so good like brother song is on that like oh, I love that one suitcase like there's yes. so many good songs on that one and I don't know what it is also like I'm a seasonal listener of music and I remember it came out in the fall and it was like the perfect fall theme mood yeah record and I remember they toured in the fall at least in the like the Chicago date and it just all fit together and it's it just it it just makes you feel something and that's circa to a T and I guess like when we talk about music and mental health and the musicians using their platform to me there's no better band than circa circa has definitely made an impact on my life and I really I know some will be like, yes, you put it into words like on your Facebook statuses, but like I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't put it into words what this band has done for me in my life. You know, as someone who struggles deeply with anxiety and I would say some OCD traits and it's, and right away, OCD is not just wanting your drawer a certain way, yes, <laughs> but exactly. yeah. it is not, it is, trust me. And, um, <laughs> my hat off to anybody else that struggles with those things and circa provided that safe haven that i'm forever grateful for in so many ways and the band members are some of the kindest people you will ever meet and the way they care about their fans is everything and so much more and if you've ever met them you know exactly what i'm talking about they you know, after going to so many shows, I was able to form a relationship with them. And again, it's not a brag. It is just to show everybody that like, they are incredible people. And they truly do care about their fans. I mean, there's been numerous times in my life that at a show or online or anything, I've had heart to hearts with them. And, you know, they are just incredible people. And I love how open And specifically, recently, Anthony is about his mental health and his bravery and his bipolar diagnosis. And Anthony is constantly someone I think of when I think of strength and battling mental illness. And I know countless fans feel the exact same way and view Circa and him as a hero in making others not feel alone and being able to be open. And I know he did a lot of that too on his solo record, Boom Done, that came out last year. And it's incredible too. So if you slept on that, go back to that. And I went through some of the hardest times in my life these past three years. And anyone that knows me personally knows why. And, you know, I think we'll dive in into the mental health episode we'll do. So I'm not going to go off on a rant there. But um, I just think... Without their music, I would be so alone in so many ways. And it's so important to have artists like Circa survive. And I just know so many others agree. And I mean, now that I rambled about this band that impacted me so much, um, well, how has Circa impacted and helped your mental health 
and I guess kind of acted as therapy to you. Yeah. Like I said earlier, so I'm circling back a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Said I was going to talk about how I met them through my ex. I was with him for a very long time. And because of all my live experiences with them, he was always there. Mm -hmm. So I got to travel all over the country to see them. I went to so many shows to the point that I can't even count how many, but I like, I know I went to almost every single tour except for like a couple exceptions. And Mm -hmm. even then I saw like sometimes multiple dates in a tour. Yeah. Um, and it's comes with a little bit of weirdness <laughs> because of, like I said, you know, I met them through an ex. So, of course, like I said, a little weird. That relationship, <laughs> and so that relationship wasn't healthy. It got abusive. Mm-hmm. But I would escape with Circus Music. I really do credit to them, credit them even till this day. They are the reason why I could escape and they're why I'm still alive. I didn't talk to them quite as much as I really wish I could have. It didn't get, I wouldn't really have deep conversations when I would see them. But even so, like, I was pretty conditioned to believe that I was embarrassing for things I would talk about, for how I would stem for my autism um despite being quiet though they would still recognize me in the crowd like oh I bet they still knew who I was and they were always just so kind even though I would be so quiet Mm -hmm. um and basically I've had to like fight my own brain when it comes to these memories you know and you know, funny mentioning eternal sunshine, but like, (laughs) it's kind of like that, you know, and it's like, I wish I could do anything to just erase that little bit, you know, just erase him from those memories. Sure. But I fight those memories. But at the same time, you know, they're still my favorite band. And they're definitely why I'm still here. I had hoped I would get to see them again you know and make new memories with like my safe people and my close friends but unfortunately with the hiatus you know Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that'll happen or when it'll happen but at least you know before the hiatus I did get to see them at this really weird little festival that they played in which had the used and thrice oh man i'd be there some 41 like it was fun but like such a weird like hodgepodge of bands you know yeah and just luckily i went with a safe person and so i had great memories of just being able to fully like stim dance to this band that i love without any judgment which Mm -hmm. in itself was helpful so hopefully you know there'll be another time i get a have more times of memories with them but you know we'll have to see fingers crossed yeah no because I I thought the same thing I the last time I saw them it was a while ago it was before it was obviously before the pandemic and uh, first started and I then saw that hiatus and I'm like first I saw Ellis Dunes and I was like oh no like Circa is going to take a little break for a little bit. And it's like, I 
I hope this hiatus is over sooner than later because I think I know I can speak for so many others too where it's like you need those shows a lot yeah and it, you do and it's like when we have to talk about that amazing community and fans known as the Circa fam and I know so many other artists have their own little fams and I get it it's what we call our little fan bases but let me tell you the Circa fam is everything and to me, it's one of the coolest fan bases. I've met some of the coolest people around because of Circa. And I literally got started in my first kind of online music magazine with friends due to liking Circa. And I think them finding me on Facebook. I forget, like if any of you guys are listening, uh, fill me in if I'm wrong. But I know that was part of it. And it's like some of the best people to this day are due to Circa. And I'm so thankful for meeting so many of you. And I know some of you are listening, so I say that, so many of you. Um, <laughs> but just know that if any of you are listening, that I love you in this episode. I was like, I have to do this for people because I know that they are waiting for this. And I'm sure that so many people feel that connection with music and of Circa Survive and the community we have. And I'm sure the hiatus definitely hit everyone differently. And I really do hope that all of us get that energetic, sweaty, cathartic show under our belt. And I know my experiences were more of like in person at shows, meeting people and, you know, or Facebook or something I'm seeing I like Circa, but what has your experience been like with the Circa fam? So I joined the Circa board back in the day. I yeah. would say around 2006. Mm -hmm. And boy, was I active. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. My autism in itself has always made me not really have many friends. I would have, I would say like maybe one or two friends at a time and would kind of cycle through them. But for me, the boardies, that was mm. my first real friend group. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> and thanks to this band, I have friends all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm still close to them to this day. When I left my ex, I was homeless for about a month. And meanwhile, when everything was going down, it was the boardies that were messaging me being like are you okay what's going on are you safe and anytime where my like spirits would be down pretty low they would help bring me back up and help me navigate like this newest like the new world you know as yeah. to say and we're always there to help me out and you know to shout out a couple boardies in general I think it's just a wonderful story just to share just like what Circa yeah. does is um, there are these two boardies. They met on the board. Um, and then they met in real life. And those two are married to this day. Aww. And they have a little boy. Um, yeah, so shout out to Jacob and Joe. Still going strong. And it's, you know, Circa helps just bring people together. Like, literally brings people together. And it's like, what better than a true love story? Like, I just think that's such a wonderful like story to share when it comes to Circa, you know, 
It is. It is because it's so true. Like I, to this day, like I said, when I was going through that really rough time during violent waves, the people that reached out to me the most, or even when, you know, my fiance G got into like a bad um, accident, they were some of the first people to reach out or even with stuff with this podcast, they're all like the biggest supporters. And it's like to this day, like those people, like years and like you said, all over, I all over. And I actually grabbed a couple of listener stories and one is from one of my favorite people cindy and i met her at a circus show i was at house of blues and i remember it was the creature club where we got to sing on stage for spirit in the stairwell and i randomly like got there and i met her and to this day she is one of my favorite people and she shared her story of how circa saved her life and you know she wrote me that um I remember so clearly clearly that the day I was going to my first warp tour in 2007, all my friends left me alone and I went to see another band and I had no clue who or where and I walked by and Circa was playing. I went home that night and I cried because I had to call my parents to come pick me up because my friends left me alone. Oh, that night I went on MySpace and searched Circa and became obsessed. That picked me up from a super low time. I stopped being friends with those people and I'm really glad it happened. (laughs) Yes, good. And Cindy, I love you and I'm so glad because I would not have known you still to this day if that did not happen. So yes. And then I have another one. It was a and from someone, Nick, he was a boardie with Justine on the boards and longtime fan wrote me this awesome awesome long response and i loved it because it was pure circa and it was everything unfortunately if i sat here and read this like i don't i don't i don't know but um i'm gonna kind of sum it up the best i can and you know he's a longtime fan since 14 and when he heard anthony's vocals for the first time that kind of secured that for him and from discovering circa and the community of fans He can trace back almost every band he listens to these days to some friend or some stranger who recommended music. You know, we talk about Circa and who they bring on. They bring some of the best bands on. They brought on Balance and Composure, he noted, Portugal the Man. I'm going to go and say Touche. Touche Amore became one of my favorite bands like during that Violent Waves run. I never had seen them. I, I heard of them, but... Literally after the show, I was downstairs in that venue. I think it was the Vic and um, in Chicago. And if you don't know that venue, it's a pretty cool venue there. But Jeremy of Touche was just sitting there and he was selling his CDs for like five bucks or 10 bucks. I was like, great show. Like you blew me away. And he was one of the nicest people. And it just goes to show like, I agree with you there, Nick. Like some of my favorite bands, like balance and composure I liked but I fell in love with them on those circuit tours and me without you Mm -hmm. like I could just go on with who thrice they've toured with like they definitely pick that and he also talks about the violent waves tour cancellation in Michigan and I remember that because I was at the Chicago show uh at the Vic I was just talking about when it had to end early because of that rib injury Anthony had in 
Um, it was really scary there, but I, I know a lot of people the next day were bummed because they were supposed to go to Michigan. Um, but he really details how the Circa community has shaped him as a person. And he's now married to his girlfriend after they attended a solo Anthony Green show um, as their first show together. And thank you so much, Nick, for giving me that long response because i <laughs> yes live, nick oh my gosh i live for that and i will somehow be posting that or condensing it and doing that because that was just so awesome and i think that just goes to show the people that do love circa they truly love them i feel like there's no in between i feel like people either don't like them or they are in love with them like <laughs> yeah. us there is it's no... either nothing or obsessed. Yes. And I a hundred percent, but I think before we kind of wrap it up here, I guess, I don't know, like, is there anything else we should did or that you wanted to say about Circa? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the absolute greatest humans, like, mm -hmm. You know, it's just something yeah. really to know. And it's something special. Like, you know, like we said, the community in itself. Like, obviously, we love other bands. And there's other right. fans that are also, you know, great as well. But there's just something about the Circa fam where it's just, like, it's just made of magic. Like, there's mm -hmm. something that makes us all where you know that if you meet somebody else who is a big Circa fan, that you know they're good people. You just yep. automatically know. Yeah. because there's something like somehow we just all have this kindness in all of our bodies and it's just like you know what you're getting it's going to be an amazing person that they love him as much as you do you know no a hundred percent because that's I feel like I couldn't have said it any better it's a hundred percent that because I also I think we have to note <laughs> that not intentionally but we both have circa owl tattoos <laughs> with the safe camp yes. Uh, yes. oh my gosh it's so funny <laughs> I, it's, it is because i remember when i saw yours and i was like oh she's gonna think i'm copying her but really i just one love owls but two yes. like i wanted to mimic a painting that i had colin do for me and I used that owl on the safe camp with the on letting go colors because I love that record but I didn't want the balloon I'm like I don't want to yes. be like everybody yep. else <laughs> that's exactly what happened with me I was like okay I'm not getting an album art because everybody has album mm -hmm. art but I always have known that like whatever it is there's always been something with owls and circa like yeah. whether they're painting them or like you know yeah. There's some kind of owl tie. And like you said, you love owls. I also love owls. Yeah. And it was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put an owl. And then I put like a little military badge on him that has the safe camp symbol <laughs> on it. And I was like, it's perfect. I love it. And I honestly, I think it's so funny that you were worried that I would think you were copying me. Like, no, I think it was like <laughs> a sign. Like somehow, like me and you are just going to have a special thing happened down the road. Yep. Now we're bonded for life. Yep, we both have we our Circa Owls, you know? Yeah, and we're here. So it's like it worked out. So thank you, Circa. Um, if any of you guys are listening somehow, you have impacted two people and you've impacted a lot more. And 
I just want to also thank so much like you guys all for listening to this episode and I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have sharing how Circa Survive has impacted us and you got to meet Justine and Justine literally saved this podcast for anyone living under a rock. It has been rough. We started this podcast. I was so excited about this and music and mental health and getting it out there and showing the importance of music, how I use it, how anyone else uses it and how important it is and to be open about your mental health and things kind of came crashing down. And for that, I apologize. I'm just going to say that. And I am so excited about this relaunch. And I'm so excited for anybody that has listened this far. Because seriously, though, when things were going down, Justine was one of those people that really came to me and was like, hey, I will do this with you. I will jump on when you want or when you don't want or whatever. And She's also someone I just admire so much with her strength in whether she's honest about, you know, being autistic or in any of her mental health uh, struggles and her journey right now and everything she's been through. So it's it's so exciting to get to do this with someone that not only I love, but I admire. So I'm really excited about that. And I oh, just... Shucks. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> It is a hundred percent because I do. I, I, and then anybody that also wants to know, Justine also has a YouTube channel. What is it again? Oh it's- gosh, yes. It's the goth <laughs> Audie. And a lot of times us autistics, we call ourselves Audies in case you're wondering like where the Audie came from. I, I was wondering. Yeah. Yes. I don't <laughs> one of those things you don't know until you're like diving into autism that mm-hmm. that's what we call ourselves a lot so the goth Audie, no underscores but I'm also on TikTok with however long that lasts <laughs> yeah right oh I know but and that, Instagram but perfect and, yeah that's perfect so anybody who wants to you can go follow her and check that out I had to plug that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but um, I really, with this podcast, want to show everybody that you truly are not alone in your mental health journey uh, you are on, whether you're diagnosed, you're self-diagnosed, you're just yes. aware something is going on, or you you can go to therapy, you can't go to therapy, music is your therapy, that music can be such a healing element in all of our lives. And the more we talk about our mental health journeys and how music has impacted us. I feel like the world and everything is going to be a better place. And I just want to thank everybody again. And you will be hearing myself or myself with Justine or anyone else that ever wants to hop on. Um, You will hear us very soon. And I can't wait for everything that's to come. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.